Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. Hi, this is Katherine Spitznagel, and I'm your host for the podcast today, Rockstar Millennials. And our guest today is Miss Bhavna Jane. And we're so fortunate to have her. Hi, Bhavna. Hi, Katherine. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. You have an incredible story to share. I appreciate that. Um, uh, so for your uh, audience, uh, my name is Bhavna Jane. Um, I'm CEO and lead designer of my women's wear brand called Bob. Um, I'm also a clinical pharmacist uh, as my, I would say, uh, primary um, uh, uh, occupation. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's your day job. day job. That's my day job, yeah. yeah. And then I uh, pivoted um, to uh, fashion and launched my brand. Uh, back in March of 2018. Wonderful. So tell us about that uh, journey. Tell us a little bit about your family and your heritage. And, uh, you know, pharmacy is your uh, vocation. Uh, fashion is your passion, uh, which I love. So tell us how, how those two roads combined. Yeah, so I um, come from a South Asian uh, background. Um, my parents are immigrants from India, and I come from a, uh, I would say, healthcare-focused um, uh, family. My physician, uh, my my father is a physician, and uh, you know, growing up in that household, it was emphasized, uh, you know, in our culture to follow a career in, uh, you know, healthcare. Right. But I also have, you know, this interest looked up to my father and wanted to uh, naturally go in his footsteps. Um, but again, going back to sort of, um, uh, you know, South Asian culture, so it's, it's emphasized, as I had mentioned, to follow a career, uh, you know, maybe something in math and science right. or something that would allow more of a stable career. And uh, they knew that I was very uh, creative, um, and, but they were just like, you know, just keep it as a hobby, be, you know, <laughs> and enjoy it in that sense. And so um, I don't think I had anybody sort of in my family who was in entrepreneurship or sort of in that business um, aspect to kind of look up uh, to or, uh, you know, sort of entertain that idea. And so fast forward. I uh, finished pharmacy school and I was ready to start my career. And, um, you know, I just kind of had, I remember having this uh, weird feeling of like, okay, well, I guess this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, you know? Because again, I, everybody in my family has sort of picked one uh, path to follow and has never sort of um, veered off of that tra uh, path. Mm -hmm. And so I started my uh, pharmacy career and a few years into it, I think I just really needed to find that creative outlet that I had always been wanting and uh, just enjoyed in life. I think that was sort of my way of sort of um, 
expressing myself mm-hmm. uh, creatively. And so I decided that I was going to enroll myself in fashion design school because I had an interest in it. Um, I was doing pharmacy full time and then I was going to fashion school in the evening. And, um, you know, to a lot of people, it sounds very busy, um, which it was, but it almost was like I looked forward to going to fashion school and learning and enhancing my um, skills in, in that um, in, in fashion. And a few years when I was taking classes, that's when I finally realized, you know, I have this opportunity and I want to pursue this uh, dream of creating my own fashion uh, women's wear line. And that's when I started putting the pieces together my business. And you and you had the talent. That's the other piece. And I think when you were in fashion uh, design school, this was in Chicago. And when you were in school, then you found some encouragement and some other people that had done it. So not, not only were you a female, but you were interested in a creative career and then entrepreneurship. So you you were way out of the box for your really, you know, for you for your upbringing. And, and so I'm so glad, I'm so proud of you that you went to fashion school because uh, you saw some other role models there. Uh, you learned really how talented you are and that this could be a career. And, um, and then you've stayed in the pharmaceutical world too. You're doing that part-time now. Is that yeah, right? I'm doing that. Yeah, that is correct. I'm doing it part-time. Um, I, knew going into it that once I had launched my business um, that I wasn't going to be able to fully commit myself 100%, you know, to my pharmacy job. And if I wanted my business to have the growth, um, that I would have to dedicate, obviously, more time mm-hmm. into that. So I had made the decision at that time to um, drop down uh, to part-time status uh, in my pharmacy job um, and then fully devote myself uh, to my uh, brand. So tell us about um, your brand, and it's already had some iterations, and again, as you've grown, and I love that, and I love the genesis of your name. Uh, be sure and tell us that that story, too, how your, your co-workers, your pharmaceutical co-workers were your big cheerleaders, so tell us about that. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I can't be more grateful enough to um, be able to sort of share this whole journey with them, because that's as how it's kind of happening and unfolding. And, uh, you know, they were, they, they have been even to this day, have been my, um, you know, biggest cheerleaders and support. Um, and I think I sometimes am more humble and shy to talk about it. And, you know, I'll have colleagues or when we have new pharmacists coming in, first thing they say is, you know, meet Bobby J. Uh, she has a fashion line. <laughs> and of, you know, my pharmacy background. Um, but yeah, no, so going back, um, you know, as I was putting the pieces together, um, I had uh, one of my coworkers, and he actually coined uh, the first uh, label, uh, you know, name for my for my design. Uh, so in March of 2018, I launched with the name of Bobby J Designs, and that name kind of stuck. And you know, even to this day, people sort of know me. <laughs> Bobby Jay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I had launched uh, two um, collections under that name, and Bobby J at the time was uh, again a women's wear line, um, which uh, focused more on transitional pieces mm-hmm. from uh, day to evening. 
that I was kind of uh, looking to um, design. Uh, but I had always wanted to incorporate a little uh, bit of my own personal South Asian identity into the design. Um, but through those two uh, collections, I think I was still kind of learning uh, a lot. Uh, I don't have a uh, background in business um, and, you know, marketing. And I think that's obviously a huge part for a brand to be successful and uh, to grow. And so, you know, just becoming a new designer and kind of navigating my way through this, um, you know, a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. and designing a few things here and there. And just kind of reading, like, what, you know, my audience or my market was saying. And um, through the process, um, I had a family member, uh, my brother in particular, who's in consulting and was also getting burned out from his job. And so <laughs> he decided uh, to kind of take some time off and he wanted to focus on a small uh, business and what better way to kind of help um, uh, you know, with and, and help me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was kind of the guinea pig uh, for that. But, you know, it turned out to be a wonderful blessing because um, he was the one who kind of helped um, jump on board and kind of helped me uh, see more of a clear picture and be able to incorporate uh, more of the design elements, um, which I had talked about, uh, and incorporating a little bit more of my South Asian um, identity into the uh, design aesthetic. And so with the help of him, um, we went through a rebrand mm-hmm. and we uh, were able to officially launch Mav, um, which it uh, turned into, um, in the uh, July of, I believe, 2020. So right, right in the height yeah. of Pan- Pandemic. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, and, let's rebrand. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so, so we, we changed the name to Bob and through that now, um, I am designing, um, women's wear clothing, um, but we're incorporating heavily South Asian heritage textile into the design aesthetic. And you can, mm-hmm. um, have a clearer picture and see from the design, um, you know, that the, the designs are speaking more to, uh, you know, sort of my upbringing and my background and sort of my journey of sort of this cross-cultural uh, identity that, um, you know, I've grown up um, in. Um, as I had mentioned, my parents are immigrants from India, which has a beautiful, rich uh, culture and heritage. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was, you know, growing up here in the States um, and exposed to Western American culture as right. well. And so to, to, to navigate both of those and find the balance, I think, was sometimes challenging. But um, through that, through those experiences and the journey, um, you know, Bob is, is basically a platform for me to kind of express my identity and my culture um, and a fusion of both of these worlds. Right. And I love that when you talk about fusion and that what you learned growing up that there were many times you didn't feel like you fit in either world. And, um, and then I, I think you, you felt some of that again, as you were going into fashion and you were in pharmacy and you're like, okay, which again, which world am I in? Um, and I'm so grateful that you decided you could be in both because of that, you know, uh, we're so lucky to, to have you and your design and, and what you do and what you bring. Um, another piece of what you do is expose the fashion world to uh, your culture. And um, talk to us a little bit about 
um, your purpose and how you're living your purpose? Yeah, I, I think um, that's, you know, always evolving and changing as, you know, every day goes by and I, you know, have new experiences. But I feel like through Bob, um, I, and I've been able to, um, you know, express myself uh, through fashion mm-hmm. um, and talk about, you know, again, my identity. Um, and I really want to, you know, sort of, um, uh, you know, be a representative of, you know, the South Asian community. And, um, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, in the fashion or creative space. And right. obviously that is changing, um, you know, as, uh, as the years have gone by, which is really exciting. Um, I think it's always about relating and seeing people, whether it be on screen or TV or through, um, you know, any sort of creative space or any sort of um, career-oriented space where you see people um, that look like you, right? right? I think that's the best way to sort of, uh, you know, feel that you're not alone mm-hmm. <laughs> or that you're, yeah. that you're not in the minority. And so, so yeah, I think through this journey of Bob, I've been able to, um, you know, again, sort of put myself out of uh, the box, as you said, and really, um, you know, showcase that, you know, women uh, can hold different uh, careers or that they can um, be a part of so many different, um, you know, areas Mm -hmm. in in life and things like that. And so I think that's really the beauty of it. And I also use my website as a platform um, to share other people's journey. Um, You know, I think Bob represents sort of Again, incorporating heritage um, and your culture in the way that you choose to, mm-hmm. um, especially for people who might have, um, you know, different backgrounds or ethnicities, um, you know, or heritage um, that they've been exposed to. And I think that's the beauty of, of it all is that we can choose the beautiful things about, you know, our backgrounds and incorporate into our life the way that we choose to. Uh, whether that be through motherhood or, you know, your career, the way you raise your children um, or the values that you'd like to instill in them or also follow in your own life. And so, um, you know, we've been able to highlight a lot of other, um, you know, women and other entrepreneurs and brand owners and see how they've incorporated, um, you know, their ethnicity or their culture into their life and um you know it's been wonderful to share their stories Mm -hmm. and then also continue to uh you know express my creativity uh, through my designs as well yeah so i think you just hit on the next question which was you know where are you making a difference and i your platform makes such a difference um not only to the south asian uh community but also a western community and then that fusion as you say and and bringing more uh, women along, more designers along, and other ethnicities, and and that's the other thing I think we've seen from your platform, is you know well if Bob can do that I can do that too, and I'm going to do it a little differently, and you really welcome that. It's you you know you do you however you um, share yeah share your culture or your ethnicity or your passion, um, you welcome that. And I think people feel that. Yeah, I love, uh, you know, sharing my journey and, you know, on platforms like uh, yours, um, you know, just to give, uh, you know, shed light or, um, you know, educate others Mm -hmm. on, yeah, that there's so many other, you know, people out there from different backgrounds and and there's 
I feel like we all have something to share, you know, and I think that's just such a beautiful thing. Exactly. So you have basically, when I talk about you, I say you have a dual career within yourself. So we're not talking about dual career couple. We're talking about Bob has a dual career. She does the pharmaceutical and, you know, then uh, is CEO and lead designer for this company. Um, and of course, you're close to your family. Uh, how do you how do you blend all of this and have time for yourself? Yeah, that's always, I think, important, especially this day and age where there's just so much coming at you from all different air, you know, uh, directions. Um, but to me personally, um, you know, I find peace and enjoyment, uh, you know, spending time with my loved ones and my family, my, you know, friends, yeah. um, because I think they're the ones who know me at the core and, mm-hmm. uh, they will always know me, <laughs> at the core. but they're also, you know, my biggest support system, which is something that sometimes, you know, you just really need when you're in those, uh, times of, um, you know, doubt or, uh, need reassurance of, of, again, why am I doing this, right. you know? Right. And, um, and so, yeah, so I, I definitely find uh, peace and serenity and, and um, you know, spending time with them in terms, but it's also very important to not neglect yourself. And, yes. uh, you know, sometimes whatever that may be for me personally, it's, uh, you know, just sometimes, um, you know, watching, um, you know, movies or things that are creative to sort of maybe sometimes, you know, get some creative juices flowing or just to enjoy it, just to unwind and mm-hmm. not have my mind wander um, in a hundred uh, different directions. Um, I, I love traveling. I love, um, you know, just exploring the city here of Chicago. I love it. So, you know, I think it's just always trying to find those, um, you know, things, to uh, enjoy. It's always about balance. Um, and yeah, I think don't n- not partake in things that I, that I, uh, you know, that I don't, uh, that I like, you know. Exactly. I, I like. Yeah. So tell us what's next for you. You've yeah, done so, so much. <laughs> and there's always so much more. Always so much more. <laughs> yes. Spoken that, like the true entrepreneur that you are. Always more to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm working on uh, some designs currently um, and looking to, um, you know, print those throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, usually in the past, what I've done is, you know, I've done um, almost like six, seven pieces and then do like a, a almost like a bulk sort of release in the, in the beginning of the spring. Um, but I'm, you know, again, experimenting different ways of, uh, you know, keeping audience interest and things mm-hmm. like that. So trying something different. I think that's all about you know, entrepreneurship is, is just always trying to think, you know, see what, if something is not working, they're trying to figure out, you know, what, what might work. So, um, yeah, so we're going to try to uh, sprinkle some designs throughout the year and do, um, you know, one or two drops here, here and there every few months. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are coming up. Uh, last fall, we launched a housewares line. Is a set of um, you know pillowcases for interior decor yeah. uh, using some of our popular fabrics that we had because uh, uh, again you know I, I believe in sustainability and you know not wasting the fabrics and stuff so figuring out other ways to utilize you know the fabric mm-hmm. um, we have an accessories line so again using some of the fabric um, as headbands um, scrunchies and things like that so 
So that's all part of, you know, the collection. Uh, in terms of the future, I'm also working on some concept designs um, and possibly tapping into a different market. But again, this all kind of conceptualization right now and just kind of working out possibly the kinks um, with that. And then, you know, always looking for new ways um, of sort of, you know, getting their designs in, uh, in different markets. Mm-hmm. So, so, for example, we're working with a boutique, um, consignment boutique in Bucktown here in Chicago, and they've been wonderful. Um, and it's been a pleasure to work with them. We also work with uh, local stylists, uh, Chicago stylists. And yeah. So, yeah, it's always sort of thinking outside the box and trying to figure out new ways to um, bring our designs to different markets. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I've been working on. For this year. And Chicago has a, f- a huge fashion community. And yeah, the longer I'm in it, the more I see. And it's like, this just keeps, yeah, growing and growing. And it's, yeah, it's wonderful. There's always something new and someone new. Yeah, so tell us what, uh, what encouragement do you have for other millennials? I know when we talked, you don't, you are a millennial, but you don't see yourself that way. Uh, we, you know, when we talked, you talked about, well, the younger millennials. So, okay. What would you say, what encouragement do you have for younger millennials? Well, for the younger millennials, um, I do have to say I admire their fierceness and, um, you know, not being afraid, which, uh, you know, I have um, a few friends who sort of fall into the new millennial space. Right. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, that's one thing that I absolutely admire. And I think, um, you know, for the new millennials, like they are uh, the future of, you know, of everything. And so, um, just really kind of, again, not being afraid of, you know, trying new ideas or bringing things to the forefront, um, whether it be uh, changes, um, you know, political change or, uh, you know, in, in any sort of uh, capacity. I think that's, uh, you know, that's uh, very admirable about them. Um, and I think that's something that uh, they should continue to do. Um, and also don't, you know, don't have that fear of failure. Um, I think a lot of maybe of older millennials have always <laughs> planned and are always kind of, you know, worried about the future. I'm like, am I going to be set? But I, I, I've seen that a lot of the newer millennials kind of fly by the seat of their pants, which again is, is so admirable. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, I think, you know, just again, um, not being afraid of failure and, Mm you know, don't be afraid of the word no. I think that's really important because we will get a lot of rejection and, um, you know, people not believing in your idea or your concept or whatever. So, um, you know, as long as you have belief in that, then then I think you'll be yeah. And and you're a poster child for that. You have belief in it and you had a lot of hurdles and you just kept going. So, yes, congratulations. So proud of you. So thank you. Thank you, Bhavna, for joining us today. Great to have you. And thank you, listeners. Don't miss a podcast. Be sure and sign up. Go to rockstarmillennials.com. Uh, you can hear all of our past podcasts on the website. Also tune into uh, iTunes or Apple Podcast and join us there. And we'll talk soon. 
to share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts, submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rock star millennial in your world, contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Oh, 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 o